1: tonight on the Rita Cosby show well boy is it a migrant mess in new york city and that is really all over the country they just arrested thank goodness uh the us marshals and also yonkers police and NYPD after putting out a big reward they located this 15 year old uh really troublesome criminal who had a big criminal history And they located him in Yonkers, New York, outside of New York City. And when you hear the background of this guy, boy, thank goodness he is behind bars. Yeah, he's 15, but there were a lot of things in his background. First of all, he was a migrant. He came to the country in September. He was living in a New York City shelter on West 70th Street, one of those hotels courtesy of U.S. taxpayers. And then he had he was suspected, by the way, tied to an armed robbery recently in Bronx, as well as another very serious crime. And then the latest one was he goes to a sporting goods store. This was on Thursday night, and he is trying to shoplift. A security guard stops him. He opens fire. And he hits a Brazilian tourist in the leg because he just opens fire in a crowded store in Times Square, New York. Then officers are trying to get him. And then he fires again into a busy crowd there in Times Square. Fires twice at a police officer. Thank goodness the police officer was not hit. Thank goodness the Brazilian tourist is going to be okay. But my goodness, what a scary, scary situation. And this comes... After we've had these Venezuelan gangs on mopeds, pickpocketing people. Also, of course, the group of migrants, including many Venezuelans there, charged with beating two NYPD officers. Where does it end? Well, I'm happy to say in this case, it was like an all-points bulletin for this guy. And if you let the NYPD and other great law enforcement agencies do their job, they'll get the guy. Uh, This is the message they put out not too long ago when they were describing the suspect. This is NYPD uh, Chief uh, Shell, who we've had on the show. Great guy. Take a listen. He is in possession of a forty caliber handgun that he had no problems firing into a crowd
2: of the store, striking a tourist, not shooting at a cop's once, shooting at them twice.
1: And the deputy commissioner there at the NYPD says, you know what? We don't care. We want to go after everybody who is terrorizing New York.
0: This department doesn't care about your immigration status. Doesn't care about where you're from. When you're here in New York, we're going to treat you like New Yorkers. And our goal is to keep everybody safe.
1: So I wish that... These politicians in New York would be listening to the NYPD who are clearly deeply frustrated with what is happening with all of these attacks and seeing these people getting let out over and over and over again. And when somebody is an illegal migrant, they're in this country illegally, they're getting all the perks of the United States taxpayer and then they're reoffending over and over again. These are just the crimes we know of. We don't even know what happened in his home country. These are the charges in America. I mean, imagine what's in his home country. He had 15 years to create trouble, you know? So who knows? I would assume after age three or four, he started, right? So that was about 10 years. But my goodness, I'm being facetious. But clearly, he has a long rap sheet. And for a very young kid, this is obviously someone very serious. So they put an all-points bulletin out. Again, put out a reward. I haven't seen if a tip led to it because maybe that helped because it was, I think, $13,000. That's a good amount of money. Of course, maybe somebody in a migrant shelter said, hey, I know that guy. Uh, And at least they were able to ID him. But it just what it shows what happens when you let law enforcement do their job. It took 24 hours. They got the guy. He's clearly a major threat to society. And that's why when you have these migrants that are reoffending and sadly, we're seeing more and more stories of these guys. uh, Not all migrants. There's a lot of good ones that come here, but you got to vet them. This is why you got to have a secure border, why you got to have a closed border, why you got to have remain in Mexico and check and see who is coming into our country. Venezuela is never going to really be sharing the information, but you got to check it. You got to at least try. And I bet you they did not even try in this case. And if you can't figure out who's coming in, don't let them in. I'm sorry. I care about this country first and we need to protect it. And yet we have all these politicians this week in New York patting themselves on the back. Oh, great job, so-and-so. Great job, D.A. Bragg. Are you kidding me? D.A. Bragg is the guy who let about 11 to 12 of them loose with no bail and never to be seen again. Luckily, one of them they caught. That's sort of the ringleader. But the rest of them, I bet you they're sipping, uh, you know, margaritas on a beach in Cancun right now. They were on a bus, apparently, on the way to California, according to one report. The ones that they pulled over in Arizona were not those guys. Uh, But again, they're never to be seen again. And then they have a court date coming up. They don't have an arrest warrant for them right now, because until they have skipped those ones that were let out on the no-cash bail, until those ones don't appear for court, then they can put a warrant out. Why would you even let them out? It's obvious. These guys have nothing to lose. You know, they're they're just going to, you know, they cause havoc, wreak havoc, and that's why they're going to flee, because they have no attachment to the community. They're staying in a migrant shelter. If that's not a reason to say, wait a minute, these guys are a major flight risk, maybe we should keep them behind bars. Anybody knows that. They could have found a reason, and they did not. And now Alvin Bragg this week is trying to look all like big and bad, like, oh, yeah, we're really throwing the book at him. And we're just being careful because we wanted to make sure who they were. They could have figured it out and he screwed up. And the only reason that he's trying to now try to make some recompense with this latest one is because the other ones were such a disaster and we will never see them again. And shame on Alvin Bragg for letting those illegal migrants pounding the heck kicking the heads out of those police officers we saw a new video this week and it's just unbelievable what those officers had to deal with and then you see the gang of them running over circling and like doing drop kicks on the heads of our police officers they should be charged with attempted murder because guess what they could have killed a cop with one of the hits easily and just for the luck that they did not Not because they didn't intend to. They just did not care. They have no respect. And this is why you don't have an open border. And this is why if somebody is caught with a crime, first of all, serious crime, kicking a police officer. I don't care if they're a migrant or not. They should be behind bars. You throw the book at them and you absolutely make them do time. And then you deport them. I think you put them on a rock quarry. I'm all for the Joe Arpaio school of uh, tough love. If they kick a police officer, there is no boundaries to these people. And yet we heard from Mayor Eric Adams praising the D.A. What a great job he did. Listen to this one.
3: I just really want to commend the D.A. for their discipline, uh, for how they uh, meticulously went through this case to make sure the individuals who are involved, we are apprehending the right individuals for doing a a act that we witness all It was a chilling act that all of us witnessed. Again,
1: thank you so much, D.A. Bragg. Oh, thank you, D.A. Bragg. You did such a good job that they ended up on a bus and they hightailed it out of here. And you don't even know many of their identifications. You have no idea. And it turns out some of them were violent, repeat offenders. And you did nothing. I mean, this to me is pathetic. And it is just so indicative. These are the cases we know of. What about the ones we have no idea of? 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Ben in Brooklyn. Ben, your thoughts about all this?
3: Yeah, um, Rita Crosby, um, thanks so much for um you and your call screen and taking my call. Appreciate all you're doing, uh, making us aware of the craziness that's happening in our um a great city. Okay, this is my thing. Um Alvin Bragg got the uh skinny not skinny but the um the message by uh protest or whatever I'm not sure how he got the message and he corrected by you know getting these guys. I say um let's do a uh, a protest on him and uh Eric Adams to get them out. I think that's the only way we can do it because if we don't do that or something similar to that, the city's just going to go down.
1: Well, and and by the way, this is not the first time, as you know, with Alvin Bragg. I mean, he has had a series of missteps. Uh, That's a nice way to put it because I, all I keep, when I think about him, I think about uh, Jose Alba, the bodega guy. Remember they threw him in Rikers Island. And it wasn't until the outcry and when people saw the videotape, they were like, what are you doing, Alvin Bragg? He saw the videotape. He still threw the book at him. It was only because there was public pressure that he actually changed his tune. And, you know, the other issue, and especially going to Bragg on this case, Governor Hochul has said that, you know, she had a talking to with Alvin Bragg because she was at some police event. Remember, it was a law enforcement event. But yet, she has the authority to you know, remove him. And I haven't even heard her threaten that. Don't you think she should, at minimum, be threatening that? This case indicates it on so many levels. And it just makes me think about, Ben, how many other cases are out there that we just don't happen to hear about, because maybe they don't make the headlines or someone isn't videotaping them. And uh, that's not what's true. so scary. Your thoughts, Ben?
3: My thoughts is since um, uh, the governor has the power to uh, get him out, we need to protest her. We need to because, this, this you know, um, Mark Levin, he's written a book, The Democrat Party Hates America. And so this things are going crazy because it's not the Democrat. Well, it's Socialist Communist Party. It's totally different now. And you you say, oh, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? It's the destruction of our um, country, uh, culture, Judeo-Christian ethic, and all these things. And so it's like um, I call them Democrats. And so it's like the devil is behind what they're doing. Look at all the look at uh, Stalin, uh, Mao, these guys. Oh, I even heard about what um, uh, was it? Ugandan president, he killed like a, a half a million people. Once these people get power, that's it. And so, uh, well, I, by you know, the we way, Ben, I,
1: Ben, I agree that they seem to uh, not care if there's an enormous degradation of, and I think to your point, if you look at the open borders, that's intentional. I mean, there's no way it is not intentional to allow people to come here, letting people go like this who are clearly a flight risk. You know, I mean, anybody with half a brain would be able to figure out that this is inappropriate, that you don't let people like this out. So I agree with you. Some of this has to be intentional because I can't imagine any other reason that they would allow this to happen. It's just inconceivable. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. What do you think needs to happen? And what were these incidents that we have seen in the last week or two? Huge wake-up calls to America. And by the way, uh, Republicans out there, all you got to do is run that video of the migrants kicking the police officers in the head because it epitomizes so many things that are wrong. First of all, with our open border, but also with this crazy progressive, I call it regressive form of justice. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: The way that criminals who are apprehended are treated by progressive DAs like Alvin Bragg. And it is a disaster for New York and so many other cities across this country. And so much is just spotlighted by these cases of late with the migrants who have criminal histories and are beating up on cops. The latest one also this 15-year-old who had a rap sheet including armed robbery and other crimes in our area and opens fire twice in a crowded area in Times Square, shooting at a cop at one point two times. You you can't get more risky, you can't get more brazen, and you can't get more dangerous. And thank goodness nobody was killed by this thug. Uh, listen to what the commissioner of the NYPD, Eddie Caban, had to say.
3: Considering where these shootings took place, it's an actual miracle that we're not having a very different conversation right now.
1: Absolutely. Thank goodness the only victim was a tourist from Brazil, and that's still terrible. Shot in the leg, but she's going to be okay. Scary, scary stuff. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts about all of this.
4: Yeah, hi, Rita. Good evening. Uh, this this whole thing with these illegals, You have to understand one thing. If you go back to the countries of origin, like Nicaragua, El Salvador, Venezuela, these are the undesirables. The majority of these illegals are undesirables who came here. Recently, again, the president of El Salvador declared that his country is almost crime-free as opposed to the last year and a half. That crime has dropped so, so quickly with the... Departure of certain numbers. I think it was he said twenty four thousand people. What are they emptying the jails, or are they just getting rid of people who might be problems? We don't know for sure. But my my fear is this: the summer is coming. It's going to get worse. You have a a lot of thousands and thousands of young men of military age with a few dollars in the pocket, thanks to uh, 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 Governor Hochul. Now, what's going to be? What are they going to do? They're going to go out of control if they can attack cops, Rita, But bottom line is, they can attack cops in groups. What prevents them from attacking uh, regular citizens in groups? What's the what's the story?
1: No, you're you're absolutely correct because I feel like if you're going to go to that level and like even this 15 year old guy where he's opening fire, shooting twice in a crowded, you know, Times Square area. At a police officer. I mean, there are so many things that are so brazen and audacious and dangerous about that. You're right. And, and Phil, you know, I think it is really a great point, as you bring up, because summer, they're going to be hanging outside even more. The weather's been cold. So now that it's getting a little warmer, uh, they're going to be out more. And they also, sadly, look at what happened to the others. They're probably in touch with their friends who are in Tijuana drinking and laughing and mucking it up saying hey you got away with it that is sad
0: Rita Cosby is on
1: tonight here on the rita cosby show is remember when those migrants they were being paraded and they were getting out after they got the no cash bail these are the ones who were accused of beating the cops you see them on the videotape and of course they are never to be seen again but on their way out they were giving the media the finger and they were smiling and laughing giving america the finger if you will and that's the thanks we get for putting them up in these migrant facilities. There's word that it's costing about $500 in some hotels a day. Uh, think about that. that's an enormous amount of money, putting them in nice four-star hotels. Uh, many of them just resigned with the city of New York with new deals. And in addition to that, of course, the $53 million, those credit cards that they're getting. So $1,000 a month. They can go buy food. And our most dire New Yorkers that are on SNAP, this is like the low-income, sort of the food stamp program, they're getting 40% of that amount. Think about that. Our dire, destitute American citizens that have been here, many of them just hard on their own luck, people that we would all love to help, guess what? They're not getting anything near what the migrants are getting, even just in food. Every month. That is stunning. So, boy, do we have our priorities out of whack. And the fact that D.A. Bragg let these people out, it is just shameful. And you know that they're not going to show up for a court hearing. Why would they? They don't show up for asylum hearings. You think they're going to show up for a hearing where they could get locked up because some of the charges are felonies against some of them, assaulting a police officer? Oh, yeah, I'll come back. I could be in Tijuana now or back in Venezuela, but no, I'm going to come back to New York City to get thrown in jail for seven years. Are you kidding me? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Andrew, line one. Andrew, your thoughts.
5: I want to comment on the migrants, but just quick with uh, Biden It was a pivotal moment, a bad moment. It reminded me of when Hillary Clinton fainted and they threw her in the back of the SUV like a slab of beef. So with Biden, you know, the report and then the press conference where he was making all the gaffes and proving them correct, that kind of like reminded me of when Hillary had that bad moment like although i i'll tell
1: you i'll tell you when she you know when she um passed out that was really sad and of course there were questions at that point about her health but that was sad that was like you know scary this one is like an angry man who is in the white house i mean to me andrew i almost feel like i hear what you're saying but to me it's so much more dire when you think that this guy you know is a heartbeat away from the nuclear codes that's scary stuff um, but your and thoughts, your thoughts the, on the migrants? Go, let's go to the migrants if just, we could.
5: I knew about the documents in the garage because I saw the Jay Leno segment with the classic cars in there. Oh the yeah, that's right, back that's back. right, that's <laughs>
1: right, and you could see it in the background, and that was Hunter was driving, and in fact, it turned out Hunter was like there that day, and you see him waving. You know, it's uh, I, that's that's right. The old Jay Leno segment. <laughs> now, what are your yeah, thoughts the, about the migrants? On the
5: police. It's appalling, of course, that they didn't get bail, that there was no bail, and also it's worse than people think because when you're taking shots at someone that has a gun, you know, the police could have been justified in whip, in taking out their gun and shooting them. So, like that would take it to a whole nother level, and you don't know the officers that are being assaulted. They don't know if if they're going to try to take their gun away from them and shoot them or shoot someone else. So it's even worse than it is. And as far as not vetting, it's the opposite of legal immigration. When my wife came here, the folder, which we saw, not only did she go through the background checks, but her parents, they actually have their address, their occupation, and photos of her parents and the town that they live in. So it's like so... Unfair and completely, you know, unhinged the way that the Democrats are doing it with illegal immigration and no bail.
1: And and you know what I noticed too, Andrew, a lot of people who came here legally, like you talked about your wife and my parents, I'm first generation American. They resent, you know, uh, people who have come here through the process and did everything and worked so hard. They resent these other people that get it as a freebie. And also, you know, separate than everything, there are people who are coming here for a better life. I don't blame them. America is the greatest country in the world. I don't blame people for trying to come here, but you have to come here legally. You have to come here legitimately. You have to get screened. You have to get vetted. There is no country on this earth that I can think of that has wide open borders and says, come one, come all. We're not going to vet you, even if you come from countries uh, that have histories or have problems or reports that they're clearing out the jails. I mean, you know, give me, this is this is insanity. It is truly insanity. Let's go to Jim, line two. Jim, your thoughts.
4: Uh, hello, Rita. You know, you know, those criminal migrants, forget about arresting them. They shouldn't have been here in the first place. And if you have 12 guys surrounding you, kicking you in the head, what about the right to self-defense? I say shoot them. And Rita, the mayor in Fat Alburn the mayor and Fat Alvin—that they are a perfect storm of stupidity and incompetence.
1: Well, listen. And first off, on what you said about the shooting, it's in Times Square. Can you imagine? That would have been really scary. Opening. I, I actually give the officers a lot of credit that they didn't take out their guns. Uh, but you're right; uh, they would have every right to at least defend themselves because they could have gotten killed. One of those drop kicks could have easily have killed one of the officers. You get kicked real hard. Uh, forget it. Uh, that could actually be brain damage for the rest of your life. And thank goodness that the officers are OK. But if they had taken out their gun in the middle of the tussle, they could have grabbed the gun. They could have taken the gun away from the officers and killed the officers or opened fire. And the problem is with everybody kicking and the commotion Who knows where the bullets would have landed? That's why it's such a dangerous situation in a crowded place like that. And you got to have a real set of cojones uh, to open fire on a police officer or kick a police officer, as we have seen in these recent cases. Uh, That just shows these people have no limits. And imagine what they would do to the average citizen. Uh, But your points are interesting, Jim. I'll give you that. Let's go to Bruce in Delaware, Biden's home state. Go ahead, Bruce
6: yes ma'am thank you for all of your community service you do an amazing job and thank Thank you you for enlightening all
1: well you know what bruce i care about this country and i and i care about protecting the greatness of america uh because it is the great it's still the greatest country but it's going downhill sadly
6: it's still the greatest country in the world and i thank you for bringing that to all of our attention if I may give a little history of myself. My grandfather was the first uh Fraser born in this born in this country. Uh he was from Scotland. Oh beautiful. And my gra- my grandfather on my mother's side was Native American. And um, so I feel like I am sort of torn between just getting off the boat and being here forever.
1: So now what do you think of what's going on uh, with these migrants? What are your thoughts, Bruce? My
6: my, my thoughts on the migrants is it is terrible, uh, an invasion of our country. My grandfather came here in the right direction. He went through all the process, uh, uh, became a citizen and loved this country and, and that he sent home to bring my grandmother from Scotland, also, uh, to this country, where my my heritage on my father's side is incredibly Scottish. And they did everything right. And uh, I, I'm sorry, my my grandmother's. Uh, my grandfather's uh, Indian heritage was pretty much persecuted and if we owe reparations to anyone it would be to people to own this country before we got here, but that's the, beside the point. Yeah, it is
1: beside the, the point. I- the immigrants,
6: it is beside the point. The immigrants, they are invading our country. They are coming here illawfully and unjust. And if you wish To be an American, you have to accept our laws, abide by our laws, and even if they're wrong, which they have been in the past, don't get me wrong, I understand, but if you're going to come here, you have to assimilate and be a part of America.
1: I agree. By the way, very, very well said. If you're going to come here, you have to assimilate. You have to appreciate this country, too, Bruce. Um, and also, that's why when I see these my, the migrants, the ones that were let off, remember, with uh, the no-cash bail and giving the finger, it, it is so disgusting because they are reaping so many of the rewards of the generosity of America and taking advantage of it and laughing And being as brazen as to doing what they did and kicking the officers and everything else. It is just, it's so shameful. And it just, it puts a pit in my stomach. It gets me so angry because we have gone over, well over and beyond. And these people are not vetted, they're not checked. They're getting so many perks that our average New Yorkers are not getting, and even the ones who are the most destitute among us who really need help. I mean, you see how many homeless veterans that you walk by all the time? They're not getting nearly any of this stuff. What are they getting? And yet these migrants, and that's the appreciation we get, that they're laughing and beating up officers. And the sad thing is The video of the officer beat down or even this case of this other guy, the 15 year old is shooting up and doing all that stuff. You hear these stories. You know what happens? Not only do we see it, these other migrants around the world that maybe wish to do harm see it, too, and say, hey, you know what? Uh, America is a pushover. And that makes me really, really sad to hear that because they're sitting there thinking, oh, we can kind of do whatever we're doing. You know, our little criminal enterprise that we're doing here. Let's bring it across the border because there's this guy named Alvin Bragg who doesn't seem to want to lock us up. And look what uh, happened to so-and-so. They just hopped on a bus on a wrong name and they're back into the home country. Now it's our turn. That's what's really sad. It's a revolving door, and we have just sparked a powder keg uh, that we're going to feel for generations to come. Because you have no idea where a lot of these people, middle-aged men, you know, a lot of them. What what about the Chinese guys who are walking across the border, well-dressed, in nice suits, carrying rolling luggage, paying $35,000 to cross the border? Are they destitute in their home country? I don't think so. What are they up about? What's their background, you know? I mean, more than 300 people caught on the terrorist watch list more than all seven years before combined. There's something really dangerous, and that's what scares me and should keep, I think, everybody up at night. It clearly keeps the FBI director up at night, uh, and that that guy kind of lowballs things. So that's not a good sign for the rest of us. And everybody, now, before we move on, let's go to our great Support Our Heroes segment.
0: Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Support Our Heroes segment. Tunnel to Towers does so much to help our great American heroes, America's military and first responder heroes. And this is a beautiful story coming from Palm Bay, Florida. Celebrating more than a century, Central Florida World War II Army veteran Colonel Donald Paul is making, get this, another incredible milestone, being honored and celebrated on his 105th birthday. How neat is that? Packed into an apartment at a senior living facility there in Florida, the veteran was honored at a special Forever a Hero pinning ceremony presented by the Health first foundation. In addition to receiving a special Forever a Hero pin, he was presented with an American flag and a beautiful handmade quilt. Given Colonel Paul's 30 years of service in the Army as part of the infantry, he fought in World War II and also the Korean War, and his daughter said, "'It is wonderful to honor him for all of his incredible service to our nation.'" A reverend there at the Senior Living Facility says, quote, it creates a space where the patient can remember and be affirmed for their great service to our nation. And that's an amazing thing. He called it a spiritual moment. By the way, less than 1% of all World War II veterans are still living today. And I love these stories where we get to honor members of the greatest generation. Happy birthday, to Colonel Donald Paul, 105 years old. What an awesome, awesome story. And everybody, help America to never, ever forget. All you have to do is donate just $11 a month. That's it. And $11 makes a big, big difference. Donated to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Foundation. They do so much. America's heroes need your help, and you can make a tremendous, tremendous difference. Check out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org, T2T.org. number
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Well, they are enjoying the sunshine, probably in Tijuana. Sipping maybe some daiquiris or margaritas, enjoying a little cerveza, whatever it is. But they're not probably in the United States anymore, thanks to Alvin Bragg. And I'm glad that they busted this 15-year-old just a little bit ago in Yonkers outside of New York City. But if you looked at the rap sheet, uh, no surprise. And if you look at the rap sheet of the other guys that they're looking for, no surprise either. Uh, the writing is on the wall, and things are really getting messy and No wonder the border issue is an enormous issue. Uh, the number one issue again, along with I would say now biden's incompetence, mental incompetence uh those two are probably going to be the things on voters' minds I would assume top priorities now as they go into the voting booth. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let us go to Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Joaquin, uh, what a mess. Uh, Rita,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's a big mess, but the mess is going to get worse. And I don't know what's the matter with New Yorkers, because I heard on both Snerdly or perhaps Cats and Cosby, a clip of Swazi saying that he wants to work across the aisles and he would vote to pass this new immigration uh, bill that's up. Okay? And so the conspiracy is they took Santos out because he he was he would have voted against it and taking him out was unprecedented. So now that,
1: but SWAT, the but Hoover listen, court. but you got to listen to this. There is an election and it's next Tuesday and he is up against Mozzie Pillup, who is the Republican. And she has said that protecting our borders is top priority. And if you look at some of the polls, it is neck and neck. And in fact, everybody out there. Uh, if you feel that the borders need to be so clo- uh, closed and secured and people need to be vetted, uh, you know what to do on Tuesday night and make sure that you get out and vote in Nassau County in New York because that is a critical seat. Uh, it is not a foregone conclusion who's going to win that race. Uh, but go ahead, Joaquin. I'm glad you reminded people because that, that is a very important seat. And, I, I, and Republicans want to keep it Republican.
2: I, I cannot believe that New Yorkers, that they're neck and neck. But on a news uh, report, I heard that he actually had a four-point edge over her. And I'm thinking to myself, with everything that's going on, this immigration bill that they want to put through is basically going to open the floodgates anyway and plus make them citizens. Because the math of 5,000 a day is 1.8 million they're going to let in and God knows how many more, you know?
1: Yeah, no, you are right. You are right. Uh, you would think that anybody who cares about security knows what to do uh, when it's voting time, because that is the time to hear our voice. Uh, Joaquin, thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Bob and Philly real quick. Uh, line yeah, three.
6: Rita, real quick, you do a great job. Thank you for helping the veterans. I'm a I'm a retired vet myself, handicapped. Oh, thank you for your service. Radiation. Oh. And, uh, and my great-grandfather found a bank in Pennsylvania, moved from Italy and he uh, and he my great-grandmother had 24 children in the town and 19 lived and all became successful doctors school teachers and everything
1: by I the way towards- Bob we need more people like you in this country oh my god 24 kids first of all uh, that we're hearing the background and all of them became successful you said and obviously boy you became a success giving back to this country Thank you Bob everybody have a great weekend.